It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you as we count down the days. Elliot, we've, we've, um, this daily thing, by the way, by the way, so everyone knows Elliot's idea and one of the great ideas he's been ever fun. It's been so, and the reaction, yeah. like, we can't tell you how much we appreciate all the reaction we've gotten, people yes. responding to the topics, to the dumb things we talk about, to the silly movie arguments we get. Oh, we into got the, a lot so, of movies. You got DMs. a lot of support in your Tuesday thing, by the way. I, the movies went my way, the yeah. Tuesdays went your way, which yeah. I was surprised about. We, we, I was surprised you didn't think Tuesday was the worst day. Well, it, I, again, I was much less angry at that take at oh, the end. I know, yes, trust me. <laughs> yes, trust me. <laughs> uh, that was fun. I uh, love uh, you. Got to you can't get fired up in the morning. What are we doing? I mean, it's here? a good way to start the day. It it's is, a good and I uh, I really appreciate everyone re- responding to it. And um, well, the other thing we've gotten a lot of response to is I think we're gonna have a lot of Go Birds people there on Friday night. Yes, buddy. So yes, great point. Friday yeah. night. Let's start the pod there because it is the most important thing happening right now. Because you can hang out with us, and you can go to the game, and you can hang out with Brent Selleck. Yeah. You can get drinks. Trifecta. Drinks some Miller Lights. Hang yeah. out. It's gonna be an awesome time. So 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 what's it if it's a trifecta's three, is there like a I mean foursome sounds inappropriate. Like quad? Is it, like it's a quadsome. Quad trecta. Quad no, no. no, that you know. Quadfecta. That would be it. Yeah. yeah. Wrong it's part. A, it's the quadfecta. Yeah. Because you figure trifecta would be hanging out with us. Uh tickets. Tickets. Brent Selleck. Brent Boom. Selleck. And then the fourth would be drinking Miller Lite. Exactly. Right, okay. So it's a, right. a quad factor. There we go. <laughs> at, at, we're going to be in Ardmore. We're going to be at McSorley's uh, Ale House in Ardmore. Yes. Um, Eight to ten. Eight to ten. We've already heard for some real ones. It'd be some certifieds. Could see, uh, I think our buddy Ned's going to be there. Not to tease. I know our girl Allie's going to be she's there. She's going to be said, there. I, I, if Allie says she's going to be there, I trust her. She's going to yes. be there. Can't wait to see Hannah, Allie. Hannah. Hannah, the listener, is going to be there. there. Yeah. Hannah? Like Hannah? Hannah, Hannah. 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 Yeah. Yes. Old so, school. Yeah, Called exactly. the radio show that time. Exactly. I love this. This is so, Um, we're really excited about this. We don't, you know. We don't, we were at parks every Saturday, but we don't get to go out and do these like events Correct. all the time. And uh, Arbor is a nice spot. I think you know it's close to the city, it's close to the burbs. Yeah. Like, you parking, get, I'm guessing, parking, will be plentiful. Uh, yeah, you're not like right. uh, our lives every yeah, day exactly. of our lives, yeah. fighting for parking spots. The wars that we get in when we're yeah. fighting for parking spots. Um, but yeah, we're really really excited about it. It's going to be awesome. Uh, McSorley is a freaking awesome place. And yeah. again, uh, Brent Selleck tickets. Like we're we're here, but like Brent Selleck tickets, tickets. Yeah. You can win tickets. And as Elliot pointed out, like the the lines online to get those tickets, it was like it was like Taylor Swift. And there weren't even lines. Like, it was mostly just like they were gone. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, like you stood there for, it's like, oh, I stood there for three hours and I got tickets. Like, no, you saw, you signed on in 20 seconds later. <laughs> you realized you had no shot. And Elliot made this point last time. And let's say, let's say it's packed. Because I think it's going to be packed. Yeah, let's, say, awesome. let's say 300 let's people Let's say there's 300 enter. people there. You have a one in 300 shot to get a ticket. That's right. way better than online. Well, and if you bring somebody, you have a two, you then go to one in 150. See, that's smart. Yeah. Come with it. Come with come a squad. Now there's only two tickets. But... So, right. Come with a pal. Right. Or you can come with a group and pal up. 
and then and figure you know, it out once from everyone's there. got their, yeah. their two either way you have a chance to win tickets to the NFC freaking championship game, club seats to yeah. the NFC oh, it's championship. Oh, club seats! I didn't know that. Wow, <laughs> oh, buddy, it's, it's the best seat in the house. That's what they call Jeez. the uh, the whole thing. So, um, coming out, it's going to be awesome. You have a chance to win Eagles tickets and uh, and fire some takes at Elliot. Yeah, and I will tell you, as someone who gets to hang out with Elliot in public from time to time, yes, people love to fire takes at Elliot. They do love to fire and takes. It is a at good me. thing. It's yes. a good thing. So, all right. So that's coming up. We'll talk more about it coming up. And obviously, as tomorrow night, we'll talk more about it as it goes. Check out our social media, all that. But we will be there tomorrow night. McSorley's it's Ale wild. House. It's tomorrow already, dude. That's what I was about. The week's so, gone so from you going really at, slow to all of a sudden. Dude, it's that's, almost so that's over. what I was going to say to start the pop. But then yeah. we got in the McSorley's thing. But that's where it was like, it was like, it's day nine. This is day nine of us coming in here. That's why I started the daily thing because I was gonna be like, I'm having so much fun. It was a great yeah. idea, but like, we're nine days in, ten days, and then it's like weekend. It's game time, I know. and then there's the chance we're doing this for two more weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. So that is wild. It actually doubles the amount. Doubles. The you amount. know, it goes from like we're guaranteed ten because we're definitely going to do Thursday, or Friday, and look, we have parks on Saturday, so yeah. right. We got, but if they win on Sunday, it's then not only just two more full weeks. Who knows? Maybe we'll do daily pods before the parade. Like this could, well, yeah, probably until your Why morning not? show. Well, yeah. until oh, the yeah, morning, show. The morning show won't start until right. the yeah. following week. Exactly. After. So like, it's basically the Eagles win on Sunday and you might get, you'll get at least two, but maybe three more weeks of this. That's right. That's right. Yes. So I, 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 I might never take my daughter into school again. That's where we're That's at. That's a good point. It used to be the thing I Who did in the morning. Who even knows where she'll go at this point? <laughs> you know, like she, Emily. Started yeah. early. Guess what? <laughs> yeah, Your exactly. ticket's yeah. over to school every day. I feel like you could probably walk to school at this point. <laughs> the four-year-old. Yes, yeah, let, let's let the four-year-old just... Well, did you ever see that show on Netflix? Um, it's a it's a show from overseas, and basically what they do I, is... I've not seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, they just like send little kids to yeah. the stores. Now, the they're flaw... Fa- they're filming it. And the flaw in the show is the kid is safe because they're, they're filming it. There's right. a camera crew So that them. is the main like scary part of sending yes. a kid out. But it is funny to watch them like... Honestly, it's not that much different than me grocery shopping. Trying to navigate everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, at, you know, asking where stuff is, like forgetting things. But yeah. So yeah, I'll be Zoe walking to school. If I call, when I winning. go to the supermarket with that, I'm like, I call her like six times. Easily. Hey, hey, uh, which kind of this did you want? Or well, hey, yeah. <laughs> and my biggest pet peeve, <laughs> I, I doubt Kristen's listening, but I've told her this. Doubt. I know for a fact yeah, Emily's not no, listening. Yeah. And there's a 0.0% chance Emily is listening or will yeah. listen. So we're in good shape with that. When I'm in the grocery store. Oh, I know where you're going and couldn't agree And I call uh, and she doesn't pick the phone three up. Three times I called yesterday. Uh, three times. And she said it didn't ring. Okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, dude, Emily's, Emily's the queen of not answering her phone when she knows I will be calling well, her. Well, this is why now, like, and I'm probably not rude about it, but it's probably the like biggest tone I get is before I leave, I'll be like, Please keep me your phone too, by you. Me too. Like, just what, please dude, keep your phone by you. She got out and watch, like, partially so that when I right. call, she feels like it. a live buzzer. I, I even so, I'll be like, hey, man, <laughs> just pay the earmuffs, one, two, three. Pay the fuck attention to your phone. All right. <laughs> it's like, like, I'm the one going like, to the grocery <laughs> store. I'm like, the one out here in these streets. All I ask streets, is man. you pick up. Yes. Yes. To quote our great caller, Blackerty, I'm the one out here in these streets. There you go. All right. You exactly. know, you're the one sitting at home, hanging out, waiting for me to come home. Blackerty like, would pick the phone up. But of course he, he would. He seems like a good pick the of phone up. Of course he guy. would. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. you know what it is? It's probably healthy that Kristen and uh, Emily aren't, <laughs> aren't attached to their, attached their the phone. Right. Like, we never miss a call. Whereas I didn't text you back for like four hours. I thought I did something. I thought he was mad at me. That's yeah. how good your text tree is. I was yeah. like, oh God, did I upset? I was like, because I, I, I honestly thought like maybe I was too aggressive with my our movie fight yesterday. Was it wasn't like, too aggressive. Okay, it did good. get aggressive. But yeah, like, I was like, did I make him mad? I'm like, he knows it's just we're just right. talking, having fun. But uh <laughs> I have been more and more typing and then forgetting to hit send. Yeah, that's I don't know the why. worst. Like I don't know the if my worst. thumb's not hitting it. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably because I'm busy. Well, there's also nothing worse too than than and I this is something, okay. Early, early take, early right. thought, and then we'll get to the Eagles. For for iPhones and I guess any phones that Android might be able to do this. I don't have an Android, so yeah. I don't know. who has an Android. You yeah. should be able to to read like you can with emails, like unread. You should be able to do that with text because that's mm. the way I remember. Because sometimes I'll open a text, I'll be like, oh okay, oh, and it then says I'll for- red. I see you. Saying. Forget about it, and then it, I, it falls behind other texts, and then it's gone, and then I forget to respond to that person where right. I had been able to leave it open and not open it by mistake and be like, all right, I have an unopened text. I got to get back to that. Do our work emails do red unread? You can choose to. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I hope I. Oh, you can <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying so people can see it. 
I'm saying the idea, like, so, like, look. Oh, right. I put the little so dot says, back there. So it says, oh, I have one I, text right now. You have one text right now. And I see like, what you're saying. My point is, if I hit that text, it would say zero. Yep, But I, I might you. want to respond to that person, then I forget about it. I wish I could, if I open it by mistake, or if I just want to see what they said, open it, and then put it back to unread. I agree, yeah. Why can't you do that? It's a great idea. Thank you. It's a great idea. Thank you. All right, that can be your first thought. I feel like that's a really good idea, and I've thought this forever. All right, let's talk birds. Um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this is really fun. I'm really enjoying myself. Yeah. Thank you for everyone. All right. All right, let's talk birds. Again. um, Okay, well, then it's notes time, because we are... To your point, um, it's snuck up on us, but it's Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Probably time to talk about the game. Line hasn't moved at all. All well, week, it's kind of just stuck at two and a half. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing that's happened since we recorded. Oh, we actually should talk about the awards. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, great point. Okay, yeah. so we'll get to the Niners thing in a sec. Let's- but, wait, let me say one Niners thing super quick. It's not a point. But it is worth mentioning that Christian McCaffrey Debo, and Debo Samuel did not practice yeah, yesterday. Yeah, and McCaffrey is a calf. And McCaffrey play. Is a calf. I think they'll play for sure, 100%. But... And Debo had a good game against the 49, uh, the uh, Seahawks. But not a good game against Dallas. Not the, a good game yeah. against Dallas. And, and same with McCaffrey. McCaffrey had a great game against the right. Seahawks, but didn't really do much against Dallas. Scored that touchdown late, but, yeah, but didn't that get was, going until that drive. Anybody could have scored that. But yeah, like, you're um, damn right. Elliot could have scored that. Yeah, I could have been down that, yeah. this road. But like, uh, it's just noteworthy. I think McCaffrey might legit be hurt. Like, yeah. he'll play and he'll be active, but it, again, and Avante Maddox was limited. Like, the Eagles could go into the game and, you know, you can debate 100%, whatever, with all 22 starters healthy. And the Niners, I think, are going into this game the less healthy team. Like, we can debate the lane, you know, McCaffrey, like, whatever. But ultimately, two of their best players didn't practice on Wednesday. And the Eagles' lane was limited, but he at least practiced. Like, And look, they're, they're, they're bringing their third-string quarterback into this game because of injuries. You yeah, know, it's well, like, like we talking about how healthy the Eagles are comparatively. I mean, the Eagles are, are rolling yeah, out their lineup. they're extremely healthy. Now— I do hesitate to take too big of a, a victory lap, no, like no, both no. of us, because it's luck. Like it is luck. Yeah, but totally. the whole point, but the whole point of not practicing them is you're avoiding the luck part of it because yeah. you're not risking it, right? So, like, yes, they are lucky that they're going into twenty-two. You're mitigating your chances. Exactly, hundred percent. It's the whole thing with like just uh, you know setting yourself up for success right. and saying like optionality. We always, you know, it, it's a hinky term, but yeah. but you always try to say create set. And I've I said this to you before, and I'll say this is like the one piece of advice. My dad passed away almost one year, nineteen years ago, mm. and like the one piece of advice that always stuck with me from yeah. me, from for career wise, like you know what I should my. He's like, whatever you do, he's like, anything in life, whether you, you become a writer, whether you be, mm-hmm. become a real estate developer. A podcaster. At that point, probably whatever. didn't know a podcaster. Well, but, no, but here, the podcaster is a, is because of this. Right. That, that's why this happened is he's like, always create optionality for yourself. He's yeah. like, always give yourself avenues to success. You never know what the thing is or what the person who sees something is or whatever. Yeah. And this is before I was even in this business. You know, this was just a general thing. And that's why I started podcasts to begin with. I started in radio, wanted to be a producer, but I was like, let me start podcasts. Let me start yeah. writing. Let me do all this stuff. You wrote, you do podcasts. You do, like, I did TV. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Right. Like, that stuff's important and it, it applies to sports as well. It's true. Yeah. It's, I mean, like it's why now we're on a tangent, but like this whole like football guy, basketball guy, whatever, like, Let's use Howie and Hinky as examples. They're both good at their sport. And look, Howie's a football guy. Hinky's a basketball guy. So th- th- get that aside. But they're also just super smart people, right? That like you can just yeah, tell he- being around them yes. could probably be successful in any walk of life. And I think like with these jobs too. And like, look, Nick being like a CEO head coach and Dan Campbell being a CEO head coach, right? Like I do think if you just have someone in power, this is a bit probably off of what you were saying, but somebody that's willing to like have their hands in multiple pots and like all those things, mm-hmm. it's just good to be able to do a lot of things. Yeah, and especially when you're, like you said, the front of an organization. Right. And Nick does have a lot of people under him, so to speak. Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's get to the uh, awards and all that stuff. Um, obviously, I, w- I want to get to the, the most important ones, but let's start with the true biggest like, because you uh, brought it up I mean, on the pod. It is the one, and and because Nick is, Nick got slighted, but, but, but. There's none of these awards. No one in any of this whole thing on all the teams got slighted more than Brandon Graham. Dude, I, I, I'm saying this in all seriousness. I think if you were a comeback of the year voter and you did not have Brandon Graham in your top three, I truly believe you should have your right to vote rescinded. Love it. Because let's, again, and people are going to be like, oh, you cover the Eagles. You know Brandon, like blah, blah, blah. And yes, there's bi- I'm sure there's bias in every walk of life, like all those things. But the bottom line is this. Brandon Graham had the best year of his career coming off a huge injury at 34 years old. Like, that's it. That's all you need to know. He played, like, one game last year. Yeah, he played one game last year. Uh, like, uh, Christian McCann, like, whatever. 
Did you know Saquon played 13 yes, games? Yes, I did know he played 13, 13 games last year. 13 games last year. And, and again, did not have a career year this year. No, not. Like, he was and, fine. So this is what I think the issue McCaffrey is. McCaffrey played seven games last year. It's, it's insane. Gino played all of them that t- a team was willing to let him play. And even then, like, at least Gino, like, you can, uh, like, Gino's the one of yeah, the three G- who I would put in there with, Bra- like, Brandon should beat him. But, right. like, Gino deserves to be one of the three, I think, because it's not an injury. But, like, yeah, that dude was 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 basically, you know, a third string or right. whatever and had a great year as a starting quarterback guy. Chance, like, sure, that's a comeback. It's a different kind of comeback. That's a comeback. McCaffrey and, and Barkley, like, every player they, gets they hurt. They went from, come- like, media- All those guys have that stuff. Well, they went from, like, mediocre hurt to, like, mediocre season. Yeah. Neither of them had special seasons. I know. But, I know. like, again, and I think this is the problem a lot of times with awards, and you see this with Pro Bowl voting, too, where it's like, you know, at the end, Jason Peters got in because he's Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. And there's an aspect of, well, he's earned that. But what it also really is, is voters are just lazy and go like, oh, yeah, Jason Peters is good. And dude, they check this, it. Dude, this is the gold glove thing. And I've been saying this for a bit. So, so the perfect example is Rafael Palmero won a gold glove one year when he played 27 games at first base. <laughs> yeah. He was a DH. The right. entire, he played 20. But because he was such a good first baseman yeah. for all those years, people were like, oh, Rafi, he's the gold glove. 27 games the guy played at first base. You're back to stomping on the uh, so, oh, yeah. I was doing good until you then. Were, you were. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm yeah, making you it well, Brandon's your favorite player of all time. So, all time. But like, and I get it. Look, to one percent of me is like, I understand it's extremely, extremely hard to follow all the teams. It just is. To know every intricacy of everything. But here's the deal. If you're going to vote, then you have to do that, right? Like, I get it. It sounds exhausting Daunting. It, yeah to know what every backstory of every injured player how many games it, like i get it but then here's the deal then don't vote you know what i mean like because no in all seriousness you're stealing an award away from a player who look he should have won it point blank but at the very least he should have been not like in Man. the finalists like it's embarrassing it's flat out embarrassing and the reason nobody knows about it is because he's a quote-unquote backup rotational even, yeah, player a rotational defensive end but he's been in the league for a long time yes. too. Yes, and here's the he thing: he won a Super Bowl with the. Like, he made the play of, right. of a Super Bowl for Kurt. The other I mean, thing, come on. the other thing, I think people have to accept at this point. And you're right that Gino like fits the bill. I think Gino should be there. I think Brandon Graham should beat him. But the, the McCaffrey and Barkley are the ones I have real right. issues with. It should just be an injury award, is what it really should yeah, be. And that's fine. But yeah. again, if you're going to do that, then like, if, uh, it shouldn't be guys who played 13 games last no, year. No, no I agree with you. Two I'm years saying ago. Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley should not be on anybody's back. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think it has to be an injury award. Like, I'm fine. I, like, Geno should be there. I get it. But like, I, I think it would be cool to have an award. Like, the Brandon thing aside, I think it would be cool to have an award where it highlights a player who came back from some type from of some adversity, serious, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, but like, and again, that's what the award has been like for the last five years. You know, it isn't like it. It isn't like we're making a, a some hot like hot take point. Like, oh well, Brandon was injured. He come like, Bur- like all these guys get it. Guys, I, I don't have the list in front of me anymore. But four of the last five years, guys that have won it have been guys that came back from injury. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Brandon is the biggest biggest slight, flat out the biggest slight. Like, he should have won the award. Yeah, it's not close. Again, and again, you should have your vote. Ripped away from you if you did not have him in your top totally three. Totally co-signed this take. He was 33 years old and had the worst injury yeah. you can have, and then had his best season of his career. How many voters? It's just silly. How many voters do you think openly decided not to put Brandon in versus not knowing about Brandon? I, I would guess 98. percent Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No one was like, "I'm not voting for Brandon." They were just like, "Yeah." yeah. Dude, I mean, Christian McCaffrey had like what, like a hamstring injury? Dude, it's so dumb. <laughs> Yeah. It's just so dumb. It really, he played seven games last year. Barkley played 13. Right. Brandon played one. It's, it's, and he had a way worse injury. he had injury. a way worse injury. And, he, and honestly, I know he's a rotation guy. You could argue he had just as good a year as these other guys. Maybe better in some ways. Like, he definitely had a better year. <laughs> Saquon started out well, finished slow, had a good game. Again. Yeah. Whatever. McCaffrey started slow, finished well with the Niners. McCaffrey like, was, let's be honest, mostly irrelevant this year. Yeah. He had like two well, or three games. I mean, he's playing it, in the NFC Championship no, game. No, no, yeah. I get it. But I'm saying, like... He basically didn't matter for half the year in Carolina. Yeah. And then he got to San Francisco. You know, he had good games there. But, I, like, Brandon Graham was one of the best players on one of the best defenses on the best team in the NFC. And he did it coming off an Achilles. Yeah. Done. That's that, the argument. All right. Totally agree. All right. Let's get to Nick and then we'll get to Hassan. Uh, I mean, look, I know we talked about this going in. We thought the top four are the three who got nominated and then Nick, you know, and we, we mentioned Campbell too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's a Tom but it was, like, it was Shannon, Peter, uh, Shannon, Peterson, Dable and Nick. And look, we both said if we, we honestly, we thought it went Shannon Sirianni. Like we thought yeah. those are the top two. And if we had to give it like, we're not homers here. We probably would give it to Kyle Shannon. Like yeah. that dude is in the NFC. I mean, went 13 and four, won 12 straight. 
six of them or seven of them, whatever. Yeah, three with different with this, quarterbacks. With the last pick in the draft. Three different quarterbacks. The last freaking pick in the draft. Yeah. He had injuries too. You know, McCaffrey, they traded for him. Worked him right. in. All these things. Like <laughs> He has a comeback player of the year candidate. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in all, like, we're not, this is not a homer thing we're doing here. No. I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, we all got screwed because I want all the Eagles to win. I, I, th- I would have voted for Kyle Shannon to be coach of the year. But Nick not being top three? And again, like, who cares? I want him to use it as a slight. I actually think Nick is one of the rare coaches who I do think is a chip on his shoulder For kind sure. of guy. So, like, whatever. But, like, I mean, really? So, here's really, my— Really, you're he, not going to put Nick in the— He went 14-3. and three. And, by the way, real quick, I think the most compelling thing I've seen, the most compelling argument I've seen on social media for all of this is the one you made. It's the win total. Yes, yeah, the win total. And if you total. look at all of them, he is the most over all three guys. Shannon's win total was like ten or eleven or something. Right. Dables was was seven, and uh, uh, Peterson's was six. Yeah. They were like three, three, and like two and a half well, over da- their total. I was say Dable was like two and a one half and or a half. one and a half or whatever it was yeah. over his total. No, he's two because he was nine and whatever. But I think it was seven. Whatever. It was seven. So I think it was, I think it was seven and a half. What I saw was seven. Okay. Either way, and then we give him the half of the tie. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, all those guys were between two and three above their win total. So he was four and a half. Yeah, he almost doubled all of them. Yeah. So he, here's my thing on the Sir- on the Sirianni not being in it. I think he sh- probably should have been. And I think where people miss it is like there's a there's a perception that the Eagles were supposed to be this. Like you thought they would be this. People in Philly thought they would be this. Some, but but ultimately, I think their Super Bowl odds were 11th going into the year. They were like plus 2400. Their over under was nine and a half. If I I wish I could remember this, but I remember when we were doing a Parks Pod before the season, it was like odds to make the playoffs. It was not like minus four hundred. It no. was like minus I don't know one seventy five or something. I think it was like, even higher than that. Like, yeah, I think it was like you know minus one one twenty exactly or something like, like that. So they weren't definitely supposed to be a playoff team. They were not supposed to be the one seed. Like pretty I much think it went at up. all. I think it started lower, but then because then everyone was betting. The, like the Eagles were the chic. They were, but but it start. I, I think but it was all initial, the betting community. Yeah. It wasn't like you know they, the original odds and the original thoughts for the right. team. Like if your argument is going to be that Dable exceeded expectations. So did Sirianni. By a lot. So, by a lot, yeah. right? Now, look, I think, I don't even, actually, I don't know if I fully believe this, but like, is Dable's job harder? Maybe because he has less talent. But there's something to be said about coaching without expectation versus coaching with expectation. And yes, Nick has a lot of talent on his roster. Nick got a career year out of his starting quarterback, both wide receivers, his tight end, his running back. You could argue his offensive line. Like, almost every player on the Eagles' offense had a career year. And while he's not the defensive guy, he is the head coach. Reddick had a career year. James Bradbury had a career year. You could argue the linebackers had career years. Chauncey had a career year. They had they almost set the NFL sack record, right? He might have both coordinators get head coach he might jobs. Have, yeah, so, so in terms of just... Who did the best job with what they had? He went 14-1 with his starting quarterback. 14-1. Yeah, I don't see I don't see how Sirianni gets slated for the roster. The other thing is, so I remember in 2001, the Sixers, when they went to the finals, they got MVP, Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year. It's okay to give a team multiple awards. The point of a great team is they have great well, players the and great coaches. Well, the Niners are nominated for all of them. Exactly, right, exactly. I mean, right? Other than MVP. MB, other than MVP. Yeah, other defensive than MVP, player, head coach year, right? They have a guy in every single category. The, like, the Eagles were better than the Niners. Without a doubt. You know? I definitely think there's, and this comes back to... The Eagles have one guy in all those categories, right. and we'll get to it. And this one comes guy. back to, like, frankly, laziness, where it's like the perception of the Eagles is, well, they're so loaded, everyone's job's easy. It's not true. It's not easy to win 14 games. It's not easy to to be great. And like, look, Sirianni came to the podium yesterday with the AJ uh, Brown shirt and Devontae Smith shirt. Balancing that dynamic all year, yeah. not easy either, right? We just saw it. Look, we literally it's just easy saw when it in a playoff game where right. you know he's injured. Some AJ Brown was a little hurt. They get the ball as much. It, like he's still dealing with it. It's easier to be a head coach with no expectations than it is to be a head coach that's expected to again. His, and again, his over under was only nine and a half. So it's like, well, but and, but he ahead. had way better roster and he got way more out of it. Now, do I think he should have been in the top three? Yes. Do I think it's a travesty he was not? No, because those other three guys. Shanahan did was well. awesome. I, I these would have been my three. I would have gone Shanahan, Nick, and Doug, and you could convince me into swapping Doug and Nick. I would have gone just because I Doug gone went into Dable, such a. Oh, yeah, but Doug, Doug was in such an easier. He was in one. Of, he was in 
one of the two worst divisions in football. He got to play the right. Colts twice. He got to play the Texans twice. He got to play the Titans twice. Like, I just, I think Dable did a better job than Doug. But regardless, I think it's, I, again, my one-two is Shannon Sirianni, Shannon Sirianni, and then right. it's a three. It's who's the three. And look at this way, right? We're talking about both Doug and, and now Doug's team was one was one win worse. They were three. But the Giants, Dable, taking a four-win team to a, to a nine-win right. team and making the playoffs. Wow. Wow. What does that sound like? Oh, did Nick do that last <laughs> yeah. year? Well, in the other, did Nick do? Hold on, yeah, did Nick yeah. do that exact thing last year and get zero credit? True. Zero? I don't and remember. I don't him think he should have been yeah. coach of the year. I'm not saying that, but like, like, let's not forget that Nick did this exact same thing with the, with a with a crappy roster last year that Dabo is doing now, and no one was like, ho ho ho, dude. There was talks about like. Not firing him, but you know, like no one believed in right. him after last year. So, it was only certain. I mean, you did. You yeah, did. Well, here's the other thing too. What Dable has done is now officially being overrated. Yep. What Dable did was impressive. He should be in the conversation. They're going too far. Ultimately, he was a wild card team, right? And like, look, the division was tough for sure, but they did end up playing one of the easiest schedules in the league, right? Like, ultimately, the Giants were not a special team. The Giants went into Minnesota, but playoffs are not supposed to be included in this award. But regardless, even if we're including in the discussion, it was impressive they went into Minnesota and won, for sure. Ultimately, they got smacked. And that's the other thing. And I know the talent's better, but Nick Sirianni outcoached Dable both times they coached. Like, yeah. Nick Sirianni is a better head coach than Dable. And Doug, he beat Doug, too. Like, yeah. he, beat, and look, he beat two of the dude, guys. You could the- convince me Dan Campbell it, like is right in there, too. So that, well, that's he why— He would be up there, and he deserves it. That's why with the Sirianni thing, ultimately, do I think he should have been in the top three? Yes. But it's not like Brandon Graham. It's not like if Jalen wasn't in the MVP. And maybe we'll talk about Reddick briefly. But, like, there were other really, really good candidates. Like, again, I would have gone Shanahan, Nick, Doug. But you could have convinced me into, like, Shanahan, Doug, Dan Campbell. You could have convinced me Mike Tomlin could have been in there. I mean, not he's probably towards the bottom end just because he didn't make the playoffs. But, like, all those guys are just as good as Dable. And I really... It's annoying me with the whole like Dable's yeah Dable's kind of turning into Frank Reich where everyone's just saying he's a good coach even though he's not really accomplishing anything yeah so I, look and he did not accomplishing as much as people are implying let, yeah, let's not, give him credit nothing. yeah I'm he sorry he did yeah. take and he, and he made Daniel Jones we thought Daniel Jones should be out of the league like but even Daniel Campbell Jones only threw 15 touchdowns no I know I'm just yeah, yeah. saying like no, I'm saying to your deserve, point to your uh, point uh, about yeah. Jalen and last yes, year right yes, like, exactly yes yeah like Daniel Jones this year is basically Jalen last year to your point like. I don't think what Dable did this year is that much more impressive than what Nick did last no. year, and no one talked about Nick like this last year. And again, year. and they were wrong. Again, to. his over under going into the year, the general population told you they thought that he should win between seven and eight games. Mm-hmm. He won nine. Yep. So it's not now, to that, be fair. He didn't play he did. his last game, he so did, he could have won ten theoretically if they had tried right? and whatever. But the Eagles did their. Pass their over-under by more. I, it's a no-brainer. All right, yeah. one more slight. It's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. And you know me. Like, I'm so I'm like Mr. Philadelphia in that I say I don't care about these things. And and and, and Dude, deep in my soul, I don't. But I, 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 but just, I think you should. I hate getting slighted. But, but, I do care. That's what I'm saying. And like, I think the players should care, too. Like, I, I just, use it as motivation. Well, but I just hate this idea of, like, they're supposed to work hard every day. They're supposed to really about, love their no, craft. Right, and then right. not care about recognition. It's, right. not, it's not about being we selfish. Yeah, it, but it, it's about the fact that you worked hard for something and you're not being given it. Like, that's the unfair thing. I think they should absolutely care whether they win these awards Good. or not. Do I, like I think this. they should care more about winning the Super Bowl? Yes. But, like, ultimately, it's the same It's the same thing to a certain degree. It's working really hard towards a goal. And when the goal is take at least the Super Bowl is in their control. Mm-hmm. These awards are out of their control. No, that's a great point. So I think they should definitely care. And I think people should care, too. I, it should be a slight. And, look, yeah. I, my thing is more that I, like— to the point you just made, like I just want to win the Super Bowl. Like I won't care about this, whatever. But I, in the moment when I see this stuff, it does feel wrong to me, and I get upset. Oh, one Sixers are more special because now they didn't win the title, but because Iverson won MVP. All right. Even the All Star MVP that year was cool. Yeah. You know, like the, you oh, think well, that back was my to coach. Yeah, Where's exactly. My coach? Exactly. All right, let's get to Reddick because honestly, of all these guys, of all these guys that we're talking about in terms of national, because Brandon Graham, it's a different thing that's yeah. coming. In terms of like the great. Players and people on the Eagles this year, the Sirianis, the Hurts, the A.J. Browns, all these guys, like, no one has gotten less national attention than Hassan Reddick. Like, I agree. The dude, as you point out, seven, if, to half sack in the game, we thought it was two. So when I was eight, 70 and a half sacks in 18 games. He had 16 sacks during the freaking season this year. Ton of forced fumbles. And, and, and as we've talked about so many times, like, completely pass. Like, he looked better than that. He looked better than that. He should yeah. have had 25 sacks, it feels well, like, throughout the course of the season. Well, there's also some stat. 
And there's a, actually a lot of like analytical stats that really favor Hassan Reddick. They should, it it passes the eye test. Yeah, it, it passed the eye like test it. too. But there was he a was stat. Dominant. There was some stat that said like of the sacks that he got, he earned the most of them. Like it wasn't like he was jumping on at yes. the end type of thing. And like, I believe uh, that. Yeah, he was like the first one he, there. How for, many videos do we see this year of like Hassan just chasing plays down? It was right. like every week it's like, oh, look at Hassan just motoring after a dude. Yeah. Look at Hassan making a play happen, like make, getting the quarterback after it looked like no way he would get him. Like all that right. stuff. And how many sacks did he have where he had him in his grass and they got away and all? Like, the so who was the three? It was Chris was Jones, Nick it Bosa. It was Chris Jones, it was Nick Bosa, and it was Micah Parsons. And we'll, we'll put Nick Bosa to the side because we both agree Nick Bosa should, should absolutely be, there, be yeah. and he probably should win. Like Nick Bosa. Bosa was the best defensive player this year. It's okay. I think Hassan Reddick might have been the second best. Yeah. I think well, he might have been the second best defensive you know, player this year. Look, I think it probably should be Nick Bosa. And I didn't, you know, I watched all Hassan Reddick's games. Jimmy Kemsky of Philly Voice had an interesting article where he listed all the tackles that Nick Bosa had his sacks against, and they were all bad. Really? Like rookies. That's like, fascinating. Yeah. Now, look. You know, Reddit goes against bad well, tackles too. And also, too. the thing so, you can flip around too is say that, as you've pointed out many times, and it's, it's one of the reasons. Yeah, it's yes, one of the reasons him. we think the Eagles right. have a really good chance is that you know there's probably it might just there's probably a lot of defense or offensive uh, dedication to stop more 100%. to specifically well, Bosa than yeah. to Reddick is because of all um, the other things. That, yeah, well, they have to worry about no, some I more guys. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think of the Reddick thing, and I, honestly, I would say I'm guilty of it too in the way that. There's something about him, not him personally, but just you see with his the way he's talked about. He just doesn't get the recognition. He, he just doesn't. Even when he's even when they signed the contract, the contract. I was like, something's got to be off here <laughs> oh because God, if no. he's this age and does this and had this resume the last two years, he should be getting hundred. Why is he not the highest paid player yeah. in free agency? Yeah. And it, dude, the Reddit contract might be the. You know, we talk so much the about single best contract, even including rookie quarterbacks like you know Trevor Lawrence. Like you can it's hard. Arguments. I mean, no, no, no. I heard it's like a million bucks or whatever. I oh, mean, that's like, a good point. Yeah, you're right. Good point. You're right. Good point. But I'm saying Reddick for what yeah. he does at his because Hertz is a second round. Like for like Burrow, like those other rookie contracts you'd yeah. say, but Hertz is a second rounder is like exceptionally like the best contract. But you're right. Like especially certainly into like it, it's one of the great free agent signings. Dude. Ever maybe like in ter- certainly first year performance. So I have two two predictions. One, Nick Sirianni is going to get a contract extension within like a week of the season. Yeah, that's good. But but if I'm Hassan Reddick, man, going up me like Howie. I don't know. Like and look, the Eagles love to redo deals. Like if I'm Reddick, and I don't think he'd do this because he you know whatever. But like I'm at least saying. Dude, I should be, if not the highest paid edge, edge in the league, I am certainly should be top three. He's 17th right now. Yeah, if nothing else, I should be the highest paid edge on this freaking team. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, he basically got... An, he got less than, like, Graham and Sweat. Well, I was gonna say, the same amount like, as Graham, like, essentially. So I went back and looked at his deal. I think he got, like, $35 million, which is, like, look, he shouldn't be making that a year, but he... Sh- he should be at like I don't, dude. Again, he had almost as many sacks as games. I'm dude and forced I fumbles. Preach, like man, and he I, was awesome at the end of the year too, you, dude. It's a steal. And Micah Parsons, I guess, has to be in it. But, but does he? he his does pers- he? His, his, does he? He fell off in the he second. He fell off for sure. And, and they made this now point. to your point. I do think he gets very, very like individually schemed for. I, look, I think Mike. Look, I, if I had to pick one guy to start a team with, I'd pick Micah Parsons over Reddick. He's younger. He's he's more devastating overall right. and stuff. But I think you can make an argument argument that this specific season the way it played out that the Reddick was better but you're right look and look I, I didn't watch the Chiefs play every game and all that Jones had 15 and a half sacks as a defensive tackle like it's pretty good yeah it's pretty freaking good it's like, pretty good I don't think that this is one of the I think there are a lot of qualified candidates but it's just it's it's when Reddick has been slighted all season long like this and when it's the Eagles getting slighted in these spots it just it amplifies it well and so he tweeted yesterday something like you know, at some point this has to stop. What do I got to do? And I always think it must be annoying not only to be slighted, but to be constantly asked about being slighted. Oh, because it's the first question you get. It's on. all the time. And you know what else we didn't think about too with that is that there's stuff in contracts too. Like I'll bet you he has some DPOI thing if he's top three, gets yeah. another few well, hundred they, thousand. Dude, that's the other that, part that, of this. Like, it's costing him money. Like that's, I mean, again, this goes back to the voting process. Like I don't know, and this is kind of the movie thing, but not to get back to that. But like, <laughs> no. But like again, like there's Maybe real life implications we'll for the voters. You know, yeah, the, right. there is. Now, okay. I, I Never mind. Uh-oh. Okay. No, no, no. I, I shouldn't say, say it. it. Is it a movie okay. thing? I, I, you know, I will say it. So, so no, no, it's, no, it's a compliment, but I just didn't know if he would want me to say it. So Ruben Frank of NBC Sports Philly gets a vote for, uh, I believe he gets it for AP. Okay. Right? And I was talking to him about well, it. He should. He's been yeah, covering the team for, for the 100%. last 150 years. Yes. And so I was talking, kidding, I was talking to him about it and <laughs> he had to buddy. vote for a long snapper. And I said to him, I was like, you know, how in the world do you go yeah. about doing that? And he... 
explained the process to me of how he went through and looked at every single long snapper and like the I it was something impressive. So I will say, as much as I'm dunking on voters, like there are voters who really take it. There seriously. are voters who really take it seriously. I'm sure and there's a should, lot of Ruben Franks out there, and they should because it's a really important thing. I just to what we were just talking. If nothing else, just to money. Like yeah. if nothing else, if you take nothing else out yeah. of it, like just in terms of like you're you're handing people millions of dollars one way right. or another or whatever. A hundred percent. So look, Reddit got slated. You know, it's funny. The one person that actually got in there is Jalen. And we're not even talking. Well, about I was going to do yeah. that last. I was going to. I was going to do all the slides and then get to the like. Hey, at least Jalen. Now, here's my question about Jalen. And I look. He was second team AP all, all, uh, quarterback, so I think he would have been in there anyway. But if yeah. it's a top three, is he still in there for sure? Right. I think he has to be. Who were the AP. five again? It was. So it's him, Burrow, uh, Mahomes, Allen, Justin, uh, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. So Justin Jefferson's obviously out of the top five, top three. Yeah, I although I, yes, for sure, I, he is extremely valuable to that team. Of course, but yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. But like, honestly, I think he's, he's not in the I top. Mean, three. I think the top three are probably Burrow. Mahomes and, and Hurts, Hurts. Yeah. which it should be. Like yeah. we talked about yesterday, those are the three most important players 100%. I do think he would be in there. I thought it was a little interesting, and I'm probably reading too much into this, that when the NFL put out their graphic, they put, excuse me, they put Hurts in the middle. That's interesting. Who knows? I don't think he's going <laughs> to win it. He's not going to no, win it. But it would be, wouldn't that be something? So, excuse me, I'm sorry I'm doing this. Um, I asked Hurts yesterday at the press conference when he sat down, I was like, you got nominated for MVP, like, what do you think about it? And, dude, let me tell you, I talk a lot about how, like, he controls a room. There is something about when he looks you in the eyes that's a little, like... Piercing? Yeah. Like, I don't want to use the word intimidating because he's a very nice guy, but it's like, I better, like, really pay attention to what I'm doing uh-huh. right now. So I can see from a leader how if he looks like Pascal or Devontae in the eyes, they're like, oh, shit, I better run Because <laughs> so, like, I ask him, I'm, a I'm like, you know, like- so you're a finalist for the MVP. Like, what'd you think? And he waits, like, five seconds, and in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, I hope he really was. I knew he was, yeah. but the way he reacted, I was like, I really, really hope I didn't mess this up. So he's like, Oh, I didn't even know about it until you told me, like, blah, blah, blah. Do you really think he didn't know? No. Right. I no feel way. like he and had he's to got know. People. His people told Dude, him. he gets prepped for every press conference. Yes. You don't think it's a story that you're nominated for MVP? Yeah. But he, he did say, like, I'm at a loss for words or something. So that's nice. Yeah. And look, look again, he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves we, it. We think he deserves to win it. And look, we won't, like, we're not, I'm much more upset that Brandon Graham didn't get nominated for Comeback Player of the Year than that Hurts is not going to win MVP. Like, he deserves it. Yeah. He should win it. Well, He's the most valuable player to his team in the league this year, I think, personally. I remember when I was walking, walking out of the Eagles win over the Packers. And I think that was Monday night or Sunday night or something like that. Sunday I think it was night, Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Hurts, like, you know, ran for whatever he did, threw for whatever he did, like played awesome. And I remember thinking, like, we should all take a step back and realize, like, what we just witnessed. He just outplayed Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. in a primetime game. Easily outplayed yeah. him. Yeah. Like, and I dominated think him. this is another moment where we should take a step back and go, Jalen Hurts got nominated for MVP. And not only got nominated, like, we all think he should win it. He's and 24. so we spent so much time, literally o- almost two years at this point, if not two and a half years, debating, like, can Hurts be the guy? Blah, 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 whatever, right? Like, he did it. He did it. All that work he did paid off. And this is why it matters who win these awards. Because he was questioned, I don't want to say his whole life, but like at Alabama, at Oklahoma, when he was drafted, last year, this year, whatever. The dude has been nominated as one of the three or four, well, five, but he's going to finish top three most important players in the entire league. Like, and it's just bananas that he pulled it off. He doesn't turn 25 till August. He's still closer to his 24th birthday. Then to his 25th. Yeah. Think about that. He played this whole season at the age of 24. Yeah. Like a lot of guys don't get in the league at that position until right. they're 24. Carson Wentz was 24 when he got in the league at that position. Yeah. Like what this kid has done is I, we've never seen it. We've never seen it as as Eagles fans. And honestly, as we talked about with the Josh Allen leap now becoming the Jalen Hurts leap as football fans. We have never seen a guy go from what he was at the age of 23 last year to what he is at the age of 24 this year. Like, yeah. I've never seen it. The, I agree. The leap that this guy took, and he deserves... He deserves all Because it. it's all him. And, and, and every, you know, the coach, like, everything helps. But, right. but this guy deserves as much credit as any athlete I ever remember for a year-to-year change. And look, like, nothing was handed to him. Nothing. You know? No. Like, nothing no, at all. he was drafted this, he was a backup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it's just... Came it's, in, shut his mouth, did his work, took right. his opportunity, ran with it, literally and figuratively, and, and now we're here. Well, and I get because it's a slight... But it is funny and kind of telling. But, like, the bigger story yesterday was Sirianni didn't get nominated than the fact that the Eagles quarterback just got nominated yeah. for MVP. Like, that's a, yeah. Dude, we still yeah. talk about how Carson was almost the MVP. We've never seen an Eagle win the MVP. That's a good point. In our lifetime. McNabb didn't ever win it? No. He wasn't we've, co-MVP one year? Nope. No. We've okay. never seen an Eagle win an MVP. 
And he was lifetime. on the Madden cover. Like, think about that. Like, that's yeah. pretty nuts. You know, it like, is. I mean, we've seen three in my lifetime. Uh, you know, three different Phillies players. Four, if you count the ones Schmidt won the A's when I was a kid, and I don't remember it that well. But like, four different guys have won an MVP for the Phillies yeah. in my lifetime. The Eagles, we've never had an MVP. You know, and I know there's two leagues in baseball and only one MVP in football and stuff. But still, like, you would think that at some point over all the years and all the success we've had as Eagles, yeah. never had that guy. This is the closest we've ever come. Yeah, my, I mean that's him and, and McNabb a couple times. Like it's pretty amazing. It, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, um, and like look, Shane Steichen, assistant coach. Like they're this was a great team that had a great year, and they deserve all the recognition they're getting. And like I said about the Sixers, nobody should be slighted just because it's a great situation. I agree. All right, so we'll talk. We'll preview the game tomorrow. We'll do part pick yeah. and all that. Yeah, we were originally going to talk about the reasons and then we're like, oh yeah, I forgot about awards, the awards, which is fair. So we're allowed to make. We're coming in every day. Agreed. We're doing our thing. We talked about it. And to be it, fair, if we didn't have to title this before the pod, we would have t- no yeah. one would know. And look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, well, now we said it. So now everyone's going to know. But theoretically, only the wonderful people watching the YouTube would have known because that's the that's YouTube point. title. If yeah. we had never said anything, it, the pod just and plays it, out. And we're going to title the pod about the awards. I was going to say, in retrospect, it would have been a better title anyway. So Emily's calling me. Should I answer on the pod? I've never done that before. I mean, it'd be hysterical. It's up to you. I don't play put her on I'm speaker. I'm doing it. Hey, so yeah. we're recording right now, but I thought it'd be funny to answer while we were recording. How you doing? I'm good. Oh, good. Well, I'll tell her I love her, and uh, we should be done in like five minutes or so, so I'll call back and I'll talk to her. Tell her tell her that I'm going to make fun of her on my podcast right now live for this, though. That, that I hope that's a motivating factor. <laughs> All right, I love you. All right, bye. Uh, Zoe is refusing to get ready for school. Nice. So I got to call my daughter when we're done and be like, Zoe, <laughs> shape I mean, up or ship out. I get you. You know, it does. I, you know, as much as we joke about how much it'd be fun to go back to high school and stuff, like getting up and going to school every Dude, day, it's got to be a bit. This is my of number a, one thing. So Zoe, although we I, get up and go to work, Zoe, Zoe always used to say, um, so it goes both ways. Because like I, I actually think it goes both ways. Like the whole like I want to be an adult thing. Like no, you don't. As yeah. a kid, you've got nothing to worry about. Dude. Dude. Your life is cake. It's like, like comparatively, literally like, no, and not only not only bills, this, this that, the things like, you on. have to worry about, you don't even have to fix them. That's exactly right. <laughs> like, so, like, you know, like, I, I, at least when like, I have a worry, I, like this is a silly thing, but it's true. I was walking in t- uh, in the basement this morning, and I saw a chip was on the ground, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." And then I was thinking, "Well, Elliot, if you don't pick it up, like my dad's not like my dad and mom are picking it up, like." So when you're an adult, like you literally have to, and this is a very minor problem. This was clearly a joke, but like, it is true. (laughs) It is true. When you have a problem, when you're an adult, you have to fix it. Zoe doesn't really have to do anything other than say banana. She should be banana. Yes. And pattern. Yeah. And pattern. Many other weird sounding things. Controversy. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, All right. So I'll call Zoe in a minute. Um, Tomorrow we will dive into the game, preview the game. Uh, Parks Picks Pod. And of course, Saturday, one to three WIP. So still a lot of shows coming before the game, and then Sunday after the game, win or lose, win. Uh, yeah. Elliot's going to pick me up. We'll come in the studio do the yep. whole thing live again. All right. Um, before we get to final thoughts, I would just like to give a shout-out to the best movie of 2016, Finding Dory. Congratulations to Finding Dory oh. for being the best movie of <laughs> oh, 2016. Movie thing? Okay. Best movie of 2016. Like You go through the list. It's like Transformers was the best movie of that year. I, I look again like yes. 2009. Congratulations to Transformers, the best movie year. Congratulations in 2006, Pirates of the Caribbean, 2020, Dead Men's bad, Chest, look, your again, winner for Best Picture. Congratulations. Again, people texted me about this all day. Like, look, the bottom line is this, right? <laughs> Congratulations, 2000. How the Grinch Stole Christmas has won the award for Best Picture. I want to tell you, I'm just not going to sit here and tell people what they should enjoy. If if you think a small group of people should tell people what the best movies are, that's you. I believe in democracy. <laughs> I believe I believe in allowing people to speak to what is the best. So you can act like That's those movies. That's what they mo- do. They vote. It's yeah. just the people who make the movies vote. You can act like those movies aren't great. I'm just not going to sit here and act like they're not great movies. Yeah. Shout out to, hold on, hold on. Good tweet here. Uh, shout out to well, Paul. Well, someone brought up Paul in honor of his best picture take. I guess that Elliot Shore Parks has to finally say that the Beatles are the best musical artists of all time because they've sold the most. So I, you're right. The Beatles are better than Queen. Sorry, buddy. You well, lost. So, ah, 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 on, it's on. over. Best. Hold on, best. Hold on. I will willingly admit it if they have more hits. Gone with and, the Wind, the, mo- the, the best movie of all time. Did you love Gone with the Wind? Again, because this is what I'm saying. It's not about my opinion. It's about the fact that what should win the award. Yeah. I think I think Jalen like I think Jalen should win MVP. The voters are going to pick Mahomes. I think they're wrong, but he like. So what I'm saying is, ultimately, I am not going to sit here and tell people what the best movie is. The people that go and buy the tickets 
can, they can speak for it. It's like voting, again. You, how do you think we should pick president? I think you should take the L on this. How one. do you think we should pick president? It, it is voted on. It's by people who know what they're Correct. doing. That's what I'm. No, no it's voted and on. And it's not by voting. The, if people knew that they were voting for the this movie's going to win Best Picture, maybe they wouldn't go see Finding Dory. But they're too interested in seeing it. Yeah. Right. So you think Finding Dory is the best movie of 2016? Again, it's best not, movie, uh, Elliot Chart Barks. Finding but, Dory was the best movie of 2016. According to, to according to everyone in America, yeah. yeah. According to the population of America, people, was. Yes. Yeah. Right. Again, my opinion is just one opinion. That's how I like it. I don't think the Academy should, like, speak on this. Yeah. Not speak, but, you know, like, mm-hmm. again, that's, that's how I feel. Yeah. Again, there's a million so, someone different— Someone tweeted me. There's a million different awards. That are, like, the New York's Critics' Choice gives out awards. The Golden Globes get out the Critics' Choice Awards. The this, the SAG Awards, the Director's Awards. Like, yes, that's the point. All these people have their awards. The Oscars is just, like, the most popular one. Yeah. It doesn't mean it is the, like— we're not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. Well, someone did have a funny tweet. Yes. Uh, they were like, uh, so do McDonald's have the best burgers in America? How about to, it? To which I would say, props to McDonald's for making a burger that is affordable to everybody. That makes, there's a best quality about that. You know, so it's the best burger in America. That was your point. That was it's your point. It's the most popular. See, and that's yeah. the name of movies, too. Yeah. It's like, that's another thing. I'm happy you said this because there are tons of movies that don't play in as many theaters as other movies. Like, right. the biggest movies play in the most theaters and thus yep. can make the most movies. So it's inherently unfair to those movies where a better movie is only in a thousand theaters, another one in four thousand. You have no chance to make as much as the other one. Oh! It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. <laughs> but, but again, more, more, more movie theaters could pick that movie up. I just up, won. You know? I won. It's over. Yeah. It's over. I know, I know that my opinion on this is we can disagree on the best path. At least it's not Tuesday, right? That's the key. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> yes. All right. You got any final thoughts? So 45 minutes every day. Yeah, for those who don't know, know, we were originally going to like, we're going to do 10 to 15 minute daily pods. I'm trying to think if I have a final thought. Oh, I guess like this is not an exciting final thought, but like, dude, Tyrese Maxey is awesome. He was yeah. awesome last night against the Nets. Like I'm a guy that loves guard play. And bucket watch, boy. Watch, yeah, bucket boy. Watching Tyrese Maxey is, I think he might be the most, look, actually Jalen and whatever. But watching Maxey when he like makes threes and takes over a game is pretty exciting. So it's not a fun final thought, but it was just my thought because I watched it. He's also super likable. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to give two final thoughts because one is a very specific thought well, about. I certainly won't be giving a controversial final thought. No, I can tell you right. that. They'll yeah. be easy. I think I've hit one my quota. Very... <laughs> one is a very specific <laughs> thought about a specific set of movies, and thus yeah. it only applies to people who've seen them. But right. I still wanted to say it, and okay. then I'll get to one that applies to everyone because I'm going to tell you what you need to be. Okay. okay. Um, but first, um, the. Two quick thoughts on the John Wick movies, if you'll give me a, a platform. The Keanu Reeves ones you're talking yeah. about? I know you don't. You're not an action movies guy. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that when I was talking about your worst takes. Yeah. Action movies are bad. Yeah, it's not about my opinion. The point is I'm... <laughs> yeah. yeah. The point is I want the people to speak, but okay. Yeah. Uh, two quick thoughts about the John Wick movies. One, um, John Wick at Earmuffs 23 consistently gets the shit beat out of him more than any character in the history of movies. Mm. Like, it is... The dude just takes it. Like, what about the gets guys? hit by cars, gets shot, get, and just keeps going. Like, it is the most insane thing you've ever seen. When you, I, so I just watched the three movies. Like, as, mm-hmm. on, on the side, it's kind of been like a, you know, when right. I've got like an hour here or whatever. He just gets the crap. Every like again, he gets hit by cars. He gets shot. He gets stabbed. He gets into a thousand fights. He you know gets kicked, right. and punched, gets thrown off things or whatever, and he just gets up and keeps limping along. It's wild. Sounds like the robbers from Home Alone. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there <laughs> like, is I think a they real, would be right up no, there. No, you're right. Yeah. There's a real vibe. It is um, also after mentioning Raid Redemption. You remember I mentioned that action movie? John Wick, I didn't realize that after watching it, after seeing Raid Redemption, is basically just a ripoff of Raid Redemption. Like the mm, whole movie many is, are saying that. feels exactly the yeah. same. Um, and then one more quick John, John Wick thought. Um, I d- Someone has to explain to me the value of the gold coins. I know this makes no sense to you, but in this like hitman world, right. and I will say John Wick does a really good job of setting up a world, like with very little exposition. They don't really explain whatever. It's just like, all right, you're in this world of professional, like high end hitman. And it's like, wild, Right. Like, it's very cool. But like these gold coins, like one point they use the gold coins to pay for like a cleanup crew to like go clean up bodies. Like they'll go to a house Sounds that's like a been video game, like- destroyed and they'll give them one gold coin and they'll clean up this whole house with blood and the pies and all that. And then they'll use a gold coin to pay for like a drink at a bar. Yeah, like it yeah. makes no sense to me. Like so, what is the value of these gold coins? Two things I would say. One, I would suggest checking your DMs because a lot of times people DM us the answer to these questions. Okay. And this sounds like something that specifically okay. somebody yeah, will listen to. Yeah, please let me know if someone knows the value you. of the so coins. Check your DMs. I'm intrigued by this. Um, Look, I never saw John Wick, so I know. Sure. I know. That's the, why I the said. last thing I'll say is the show The Last of Us is So I watched the first episode. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was good. I, it oh, I think I think it's like 
Look, I think the plot is terrifying in the way that at the beginning they make just a good enough point of like, look, I don't think the world's ever going to get overtaken by fungus. But Well, it's zombies. It's a zombie movie. But the show. way they explain it is wild. Yeah. And it's not a it's not like a it's this isn't a spoiler. They they basically well, It's the first scene of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So they the start show. it by saying, you know, fungus can never really spread to humans cuz the the body is like too hot basically. Essentially, I'm sure I'm wrong about this, but they were saying because the world is heating up, fungus could learn. It's how- not, it's it's ridiculous. You realize that, right? I mean, it's but, a, it's a video game. It's I agree. A TV but, show based on a video but what, game. But what's crazy about it is, like, you know, I don't, and this isn't even political. But like, the world is heating up. Of so, course, like, but, there but, is. I, I don't know, man. Like, again, there was enough of it. There was. <laughs> Elliot's the one person who watched Last of Us and like, yo, this could. There happen, There was like five percent of me that was like, wow, this isn't completely crazy. Yeah. So I watched the first episode and it was entertaining. It was fine. I don't know if it's good enough for me to stick with. It'll probably be uh, one of my dead I body show. Like, I have like a field of dead shows where I watch four episodes, three episodes, six episodes, and then I just go back to movies. The second one is really good. Okay, I'll probably yeah. watch the second one. I think um, it's gonna be the best show of the year. Besides White Lotus. Besides what you called the and greatest. And Georgia. Besides what you called yeah. before the greatest Dude, season of television you've ever seen. It's You're like, oh, it's going to be the best show of the year. Oh, yeah. There was the one I said was the best ever. Yeah. So maybe I can That's can't... a good point. Yeah. It's beautifully done. <laughs> Recently, yeah. Beautifully lit. Thank you. Beautifully Thank done. you, cinematographer Elliot Shore Park. Um, all right. Here's my, my other final thought. And We're it's really bouncing be, around here. Yeah. It's be a Justin. It's what? Be a Justin. Be a Justin, like the name? Yes. So shout out to my buddy Justin Decker. Okay. I mentioned before. Right. So Justin Decker is one of my oldest best friends. Awesome guy. Love okay. Justin. So Justin Decker is one of your best friends. Shout out to Justin Decker. Um, he is a Bears fan mm-hmm. from Chicago, lives in Chicago. He listens to these pods just because he's my buddy. It's awesome, yeah. right? Like he's texting me. He'll like live text me episodes. The other day he's like, you and Zoe, kinetic energy. Like he'll just like, it's very fun. Dude, I have friends that do that. And I think I it's not, the most. He's my only one. It's, it's my the most one. supportive thing I yeah, think I somebody it. can It makes do. my heart happy. Exactly. But yeah. here's why I'm telling you to be a Justin. Everyone to be a Justin. Justin's getting his coworkers to listen to the pod. He's got two of his wow. dudes. Bears got Like guys in Chicago. He's got them listening to our pod. He's spreading the pod throughout Chicago. I love it. Be a Justin. Yeah. Tell your friends. Get them to listen. The more, the merrier. Well, Shout out to my guy, Justin. I freaking love you, And buddy. this is the other thing. We have a chance to put up like a historic number this month. Oh, buddy. So if you're listening at this and, point, and, you're and, probably and, not and a just, downer. You know, this, this Elliot, Elliot cares. Dude, Elliot again, it's stuff. back to the MVP stuff. Like, you should care about these things. <laughs> if you're listening now, like, make sure you're auto-downloading, like, all those things. And you are if you're listening at this point. But, I mean, look, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Like, you know, it's time to be supportive of everybody. I agree. It's time to be supportive. Yeah. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll, we'll preview that game and tell you why we think the Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, and, uh, and look ahead in Parks Picks, which, yes. you know, two games. There's literally only, yeah, one game to talk <laughs> Either about. Either way, we'll dive. It's a good game, though. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll dive into it all. Until then, he's Elliot James.